Well, welcome back to the When I Heard This Podcast. My name is Nate Robinson, and I'm here with Pastor Joseph Tillman, MDiv, soon-to-be demon. How are you doing today, sir? I'm not sick, so this is definitely an upgrade today. Yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was in a third-world country recently, and I'm sick. Right. Not sick anymore. So it's mean to those people to call them third world. I was in the majority world. <laughs> majority world. There you go. All right. Cool. Got, got a little sick, but I'm good now. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, Patreon five dollars. Like and subscribe to the podcast. Uh, emphasis on that one. Share, comment, follow, download. Uh, Facebook and Instagram is when I heard this podcast and X. And locals is when I heard this. Was that slow enough? Was that uh, was that a good middle ground? That was very good middle ground. Okay. Proud of you, Nate. Because last week, kind of did it too slow. You did it way too slow. I think that intro took like four <laughs> minutes. It, easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easily. So yeah. anyway, uh, that yeah. was well done. All right. Well, <clears throat> today starts um, thirty-seven weeks of talking about. Science versus Jesus. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I don't see who's going to come out on top. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't. I don't. Hopefully, it won't be thirty-seven <laughs> weeks, but it's it may be a yeah, few weeks. We're going a hundred and fifty billion rounds <laughs> of science versus Jesus. <laughs> we're gonna have a conversation of every single debate that's been had. Yes, ever. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. The Earth is flat. Wonderful. Um, <laughs> Earth is flat. Yeah, so that's going to be fun. Yeah, man. Yep. Divine magic versus facts and logic. <laughs> which one's which? Which, yeah. We're going to find out. We're going to find out soon. All right. So this is going to be like a, how like a, we're not going to get too yeah. deep into right. specific debates. Correct. This is more about what the debate is itself. Yeah, and, and like setting the stage maybe. Yeah. For going into some of those topics a little deeper. But to, yeah. yeah, we're just dealing with the overall general topic yes. of science versus religion or science versus Christianity. Mm -hmm. What is the science versus religion slash specifically Jesus, which is our religion debate? Okay. All right. So I think largely what it has become viewed as is, is as a debate between sciences, facts, and logic. Mm -hmm. That's what I said. And religions, superstitions, and fairy tales. Okay. However, I think this is a really unfortunate caricature, which does very little in actually presenting the reality of science and religion. Is it still a caricature when everyone thinks of it that way? It's a caricature when it's wrong. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And I don't think everyone thinks of it that way. I mean, but a lot of people do. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Um, and I think it what it, it actually saddens me in some ways because it's because we're framing it like a debate. Mm -hmm. We're framing it as if science and religion have to be against one another. Because it is. <laughs> but, but I, well, we're acting as if they're not congruent. Okay. But I, I think actually they are. All right. So I know. I don't, just, just hold, hold on. All right. So, all right. Okay. So I think as a Christian, okay, mm -hmm. so as a Christian, I, I don't view science as something that is something that I must be against or that I must defend myself from. Well, Rather, maybe, maybe you should. <laughs> no, I don't have to. Because <laughs> so, I view science as that which actually leads us into a deeper understanding of the personal God who created the heavens and the earth. Or so, the personal nothing that, <laughs> that created the heavens and the, the, heavens earth. And the earth. <laughs> so, all right. Because I, here's, what I'm, here's what I'm ultimately getting to. Okay. Science, like true science, okay? Observable fact science, mm -hmm. all right? That science does not threaten me. Like, I don't feel threatened by it at all. And it's actually quite the opposite. 
because what science is doing is actually deepening my faith and actually giving me insurance or assurance that there is indeed a personal God who created everything that we see, that we study, that we explore in this world. So again, science is nothing that I'm, it doesn't threaten me or bother me. It's something I actually gladly embrace. Um, what is the entire history of the science versus religion slash Jesus debate? Okay. All right. So I know why you say good Lord. You saw my notes. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> all right. We're not going to give an entire history of it. There's no way we can do that. Okay. But I will give some summary points. You can upload as long as you want of a video on YouTube. <laughs> this is true. I think. We'll, we'll find out. Yeah. All right. So the interesting thing about all of this is that it, it did not begin as a debate. Okay. It's not like you had science and then religion came on the scene and there was a debate. Or there was religion and then science came on the scene and there was a debate immediately. Uh, that's not the way, this, the way it played out. Um, so the study of the world around us was not in opposition to theology. Okay. All right. So the study of God and the study of the world, so theology, the study of God, okay, and and then what, what was more labeled kind of like your natural philosophy or, you know, before it was labeled a science, that idea of studying the natural world, like studying those two things weren't viewed as an opposition to one another. All okay. Right? And so... So who ruined it? <laughs> all right. Give me a second. We'll get to who ruined it. Because I got a feeling the Christians ruined it. <laughs> no, they actually didn't on this one. Okay. All right. So there's science and philosophy and theology that were all interconnected fields of study. Okay. They weren't seen as like these branches that could not coexist with one another, all in the way it's framed now. That's because the scientists didn't know anything yet. That completely disproved the religious people. Okay. That's your theory. Yeah. Okay. But I asked you the entire history, so I guess we'll keep going. Yeah, we'll keep going. All right. So <laughs> people saw... A little bit of foreshadowing yeah. <laughs> So there's... So people sought to understand the world in which they lived. Okay. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. So they began engaging in the studying of the natural world, which is what eventually became known as science. Okay. All right. So the scientists were not trying to prove that there was not a God or they were not going into it believing there was not a God, but rather they were studying the world around them because so many of them actually believed there was a God and they wanted to see how this God actually created the world in which they lived. They were studying observable things. Correct. <clears throat> or and, as much and, as they could. For as much as they could. Yeah. Right. And obviously you have a development of, you know, the scientific method which begins to move into a place of not only the observable, but gave space for hypothetical as well. Okay. Right? But even within that, it, it's, again, what can I observe? What can I see as fact? Right? And then go from there. Okay. All right? Where it really kind of began to, I guess, split, if you want to put it that way, and where a quote-unquote debate between science and religion began to occur was really in the 19th century was with Charles Darwin. Okay. All right? And most of us are familiar with his work on evolution. Mm -hmm. All right? And so and what the theory, his theory of evolution did was directly attack a basic premise of the worldview that Christians had of God creating humanity. Okay. All right. And so... So every single other person on the planet believed that God created humanity. And then one guy who looked at a bird and was like, <laughs> God doesn't exist, <laughs> completely blew that up forever. <laughs> I'm not saying that every other person in the world believed there was a God. Okay. I'm saying he kind of was like the like he was kind of the pioneer in the field of science saying that science doesn't jive with religion okay okay or in and in particular with a christian worldview was he trying to do that 
or was he? I don't think he was setting out to try to necessarily go on this attack of God. Mm-hmm. I think he was simply trying to follow what he believed was the evidence in front of him scientifically. Okay. Now, again, it it what it led him to was a theory. Right. Unfortunately, that theory began then being taught decades later as fact. Okay. Okay. And so, but in his, in his book, Origin of the Species, or On the Origin of the Species, he deduced that humans evolved over time and were not created, quote unquote, human as we once thought. So rather they began as simple organisms and they naturally evolved over time to being the complex beings that we are today. Okay. All right. So this, along with... So how does that compete against religion? Why is that such a threat? He was doing it in the the origin of species and, and specifically in regards to humans and the evolution of humanity. Okay? So there's that one, you know, premise that automatically was against an understanding of Christianity's view that God made Adam and Eve or God made humanity as complex beings from point one. Okay. Where he's saying they actually evolved from something that was much more simple. Okay. Okay. And then of course that so opens what, what what theologically does that threaten? A doctrine of creation. Just that? Just that. Not about who we are as people or anything? Well, sure, it because, and I get, thank you for bringing that up, because it's not just the doctrine of creation, but within the doctrine of creation is embedded a doctrine of the image of God, that we are bearers of the image of God. Okay. And for Darwin, it was, he was actually, so his whole idea of evolution would have gone against an, uh, an understanding of humans being made, formed in the image of God. Okay. As rational, if I keep asking questions. We're going to get too deep. On yes, that. <laughs> yes. As because because we're rational. Yeah. You know, free will beings. So I guess the last question would be if, like, could we not have evolved into the image of God? Okay. How about we? How about we do a whole? Okay. Or we do a we do a later episode All on right. that. Fine. So that we don't get trapped there forever. Yeah, okay. Okay. Um, well, you are saying that this is the first time that that sure the split happened for this topic so correct so yeah anyway whatever all right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay and 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 what will and what it opens up then is not just the origin of humanity but the origin of creation itself or okay the universe itself so it's threatening christianity from from page 1 correct okay right so in genesis 1:1 1, 1, right. If the God. beginning's wrong, right. why am in, I going to read the rest? Right. In the beginning, <laughs> okay. God created the heavens and the earth. From a scientific perspective. Right. So if I'm reading Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Yeah. And now I'm being told that's not true. Right. Right. It breaks, I mean, the whole. Right. What's the point of the rest? Right. Everything breaks down. Yeah. I'm not even going to get to Jesus. He's like 2,000 pages later. <laughs> <laughs> right. So depending on how thick the Bible your is. font is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So you've got Darwin's mm-hmm. push. Okay. And then you've got other factors such as the industrial revolution, which moved the Western world into, into a, into modernism and into a modern worldview, which deemed science and not religion as the source of the great questions of life. In other words, it was the source of answering the questions of life, such as origin and purpose, morality and destiny. Okay. And it was really at this point that science and religion started to become at odds. Okay. Because within modernism, science became the quote unquote religion. Okay. It became the answer point. Because. And so therefore. Because because we were figuring out how to do miracles with, yeah, I mean, and discovering things the world didn't had never known before. Yeah. And so, and the jumping point was, well, we didn't know that. We know it now. It must not be congruent with Christianity or be okay with Christianity. 
Therefore, we're going to reject an idea of God. Okay. And so, real, so like modern atheism was birthed out of this. Out of out of out of this science. Out of this out of this modernistic worldview. Okay. Okay. What was old atheism? Well, there was just or wasn't there. I mean, there was just the belief that there was not God, but this atheism was rooted in science specifically. Okay. That make so this is like a what you would be called like known as like the classical atheist. Okay. That rooted their belief that there was no God in science, saying science disproved it. Right. Okay. Or science even if it didn't disprove that there was a God, it would not allow for there to be a God. Oh, okay. Because it would de- be deemed too unreasonable. So there's no room for God to be in this world because of everything that we know now. Correct. Okay. Correct. And so that's that was so that was kind of the movement of it. But in the midst of all this happening in the 20th century, so this is all kind of happening in the 20th century, right? Late God 18- was doing his own <laughs> science. Late 1800s of <laughs> the 20th century. But it, what's interesting is, like, 60% of all Nobel Prize winners in the world, in the area of science, in the 20th century, were Christians. Okay. So there wasn't this sense, like, it wasn't like just across the across the world that every scientist just stopped being a Christian, or right. simply was not a Christian. And so many scientists are actually Christian now. Um, I, I remember speaking, I, I was speaking one time on worldviews and, and, and sharing about like the cosmological argument the fine tuning argument and those kind of things. And I had, I, I didn't know it at the time, but one of the directors of the CDC, however you feel about the CDC, but one of the directors of the CDC was actually in attendance. I love the CDC. <laughs> Good job. We're not canceled. All right. So, uh, and uh, one of the directors of the CDC. Everything they say is right. All right. So. (laughs) What's in the cup, Nate? What? Nothing. All right. So. (laughs) So one of the, one of the directors of the CDC happened to be in attendance when I was sharing on this mm-hmm. and, and he they came up, stood up and said wrong <laughs> nope he actually came up to me afterwards and he said actually most scientists that i know that work with us and he himself was a scientist he said actually are christians okay so that was his perspective okay and and he wasn't saying that all scientists or or were christians he was saying the ones that were working with him that he knew were christians mm-hmm. okay that even as there's this continued uh, propping up of science as anti-religion, I think that's specifically found in the academy, in universities. Okay. And I'm not saying it's not found in other places as well, but you see a lot of that in, and and a lot of scientists work in universities, so it's kind of a, a blanket statement. But what I'm saying is, I think you find a lot of that teaching being passed down in the universities where, well, of course, if you're in a science class, surely you cannot believe that there is a personal God that created everything. Um, And, you know, and I, I mean, and going to one of the public universities I went to, that was the case. Like, surely you don't believe that. Didn't you go to, Jesus classes, I did for my okay. yeah for my master's of divinity and actually in one, <laughs> in actually one of those classes I had a professor and he was a sociologist but a professor mm-hmm. like question my basically my sanity for how could I actually believe that there was a God hmm. yet he was one of my professors cool. You thought we were teaching on the Bible this semester. Right. Wrong. False. Yeah. So um here's a science. Yeah. Read it. Yeah. So I, I really believe the idea of science having to be against religion is just not reality. Even though that I believe has probably become the common perception of it. All right. Well, all the science people say you're wrong. <laughs> Every single one of them. Because they're all 
against Christianity, obviously. Okay. So you are a pastor. I am. So when you hear, like, when you me hear someone say science versus Jesus, uh-huh. what comes to mind first? Okay, what comes to mind first? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, what topics come yeah. to mind? Or what is... Well, can I say the very first thing that comes to my mind is yeah. why? Why what? Why does it have to be stated as science versus religion? Or science versus Christianity? Um, because that's the headline to like a billion articles. <laughs> <laughs> right, but I would much rather it be stated as science and religion, or science and Christianity. Okay. As a pastor, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Okay? Because I also think of, but I also think of how we as Christians have become afraid of the scientific world and the scientific community. And... That's because atheists are really smart. Yeah, I think, and I, and I think somehow we believe that if we or our kids get involved in science, then that automatically is the doorway to leaving the faith. Well, we've talked about this before. Yeah. At some point. But we we did yeah. a while back. But I think in I'm not words, saying don't talk about it now. I'm just saying if we want to go further. Right. For far too long, we as Christians have basically abdicated our place within the field of science. Right. Um, you know, we actually need people to enter into the fields of you know, physics and biology and chemistry and mathematics. And we need Christians studying, you know, the world around them and, and then sharing what their discoveries are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's my first response is why does it have to be framed that way? But then I also understand that one of the reasons it's framed that way is because we as Christians have allowed it to become framed that way. Okay. And I think sometimes Christians even frame it that way. Of like, all you need is faith. All you need is Jesus. I framed it that way. <laughs> yeah, but but it just, I guess that's just, it shouldn't have to be framed that way. And I think when it's framed as a, a debate, that bothers me too. Okay. Because I wish that there just be, we'd frame it as conversations. Like, we're going to have conversations between, you know, for as me as a Christian with those who are scientists, whether they're Christians or they're atheists or whatever, mm-hmm. that we actually would be able to have conversations with one another, not just debates, um, that we could actually learn from one another. Because I, I, I think there's a shortfall on both sides. I think okay. you have individuals that are in the Christian faith that don't understand enough of science. So kind of all they hear about science is how they're teaching evolution and right. other crazy stuff that are quote unquote against scripture. So let's just shun it all. And so they kind of shut down the conversation. And then you've got those in the scientific community who maybe they did not grow up in church or maybe they even did grow up in church and they believe Christians are flaky or are unintelligent or are ignorant and therefore can't, you know, you can't have a conversation with them. Um, and so, well, if Christians are just being like, "Hey, I got a Bible; don't need your science," then right. then they are shutting down the debate. Sure, or, or the yeah. conversation, or they're going to lose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and but what I'm saying is, I think there's a whole lot more to understand about Christianity than just the shallowness of that perspective from a so a. Uh, uh, you know, a, a section of Christians. Mm. And so that's all I'm saying. Like there really needs to be healthy dialogue with one another. And, and I appreciate the debates and all that kind of stuff to some degree, but yeah, I really wish there'd just be healthier conversation. And I, and I will say this, that too many Christians make assumptions about science and because of it's unknown, they feel threatened by it. Right. Right. Um, and I think the same There's goes... There's no verse to point to to prove you wrong. Right. If that's what they believe they have to do. Right. To defend their faith. And and what I'm saying is that's a short-sighted view of defending the faith. It doesn't have to okay. always just be, well, this is what's in the Bible. Okay? 
Okay. Because I think Christianity should be a faith with reason. Or one of the uh, phrases I love is faith that's seeking understanding. And so, in other words, that we should embrace the study of God's creation and that we actually might understand God's creation and how it works and how it functions in a much better way than we do. Um, I, I have found that <laughs> I am by no means like a scientist or deep into science or any of those kind of things, but I've just found that in the small amount of reading and studying and then teaching on some of these things that I'm, I am actually find myself more amazed at who God is because of the intricacy of the design. Mm. And so when you get and you're studying <laughs> the design of the universe, the design of humanity, the design of cells, like all of those things to me are just incredible. And actually lead me to go, how can you almost say there's not a God with the intricacy of the design? And so I guess I wish, all I'm saying is I wish more Christians would avail themselves of studying and reading and not being afraid of science. Mm. And I wish more scientists would understand, especially those who are not of faith or maybe they grew up in a real shallow faith setting that didn't explore these kind of questions, left them wanting more. I wish they would find individuals, Christians, who do love to intellectually study, examine, research, and converse along these topics. Okay, so in science versus religion, mm -hmm. what are the biggest topics of debate surrounding that? <laughs> well, the two primary ones are the the origin of everything okay so so we can frame it as the origin of the universe okay okay so how did the universe begin right was it god was it big bang was it you know what was it mm -hmm. okay and then i think the second is the origin of human life itself uh, which we touched on a little bit earlier okay but it gets into the creation versus evolution debate. Okay. And I think those are probably the two primary ones mm. that are talked about. I mean, obviously, you have things like, you know, old earth versus young earth and um, the flat earth debate. And, and but I think those are the two. There's no flat earth debate. There really shouldn't be, but there's, boy, there is. There's not. I don't know. So... <laughs> But there is, yep. and that's so sad. Yep. But anyways, oh, mm -hmm. and I partially blame Christians for that one. Because um, that was our theory first? Because a lot of Christians have bought into it. Really? Yes. Oh. <sighs> Why? Man, there's this one, anyway, when it talks about the four corners of the earth in scripture. Oh. And they literally think it's four corners, so therefore the earth must be flat. Oh, all right. Yeah, that's ex exactly. Mm -hmm. Anyways, but <laughs> you're not supposed to take the Bible literally. Are you kidding? <laughs> oh. well, Christians. Christians. Well, okay. I'll go pause on what we're talking about. And actually, that's a true statement, what you just said. Oh, good. Right. Don't take it cool. literally, but read it for what it is. And, you know, if, okay. if, if, common, mm -hmm. if common sense makes sense, seek no other mm -hmm. sense. Okay. You're not supposed to actually drink his blood. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you read poetry in the Psalms. Yeah. Like poetry. Not, Where, where's the four corners of the earth verse? You've got it in you, you've got it in, in, in poetic language within Psalms and okay. in the prophets. Okay. Yeah. Just All right. yeah, anyways. Um Ugh. I don't know. Mm. And it's some apocalyptic literature. But anyway. All right. Well, the, I'm on I'm, Le leaning science again <laughs> again <laughs> but i think those two that we talked about before the origin issues yeah those are the how the universe began how did humanity get here evolve here get, develop whatever mm. those are the two bigger issues aliens 
That is a theory. Yeah. That's a theory. I think that's what I'm going to go with. You're going to go with aliens? The rest of the episode, yeah. I mean... Aliens. I don't like getting your theories. That's... <laughs> that's there's actually scientists yeah. who believe that mm-hmm. it's aliens. Mm-hmm. Aliens created the Matrix, and that's what we're in. <laughs> that's what it is. That's what it is. Yeah. All right. Taking it a step further. Oh, fantastic. Okay. As a pastor, mm-hmm. uh, what do you... And a, and a uh, MDiv demon uh-huh. who has studied the bible mm-hmm. all right uh what do you think about and as a person who just lived through the past five years <laughs> okay i can bring my human experience into this too okay. hashtag love the cdc <laughs> what do you think of the scientific community uh-huh. as a whole in the world today <laughs> wow okay um so here's how how are those guys doing how all right and women and women yeah and Um, the other ones (laughs) just answer the question (laughs) (laughs) all right yes all right to the men and women in the scientific community Mm -hmm. all right I, I need, I guess, okay, let me first say this, that I do know people in the scientific community. Okay. So it's not like I'm talking about these abstract people or these mm-hmm. you know people that I don't know that, you know, and I've got great respect for them. And a lot of them are actually Christians. Okay. okay. Not all of them, but a lot of them are. Um, and I think the work they do is absolutely unbelievable. And I think they have unbelievable minds. And are able to observe, understand, and explain things in a way that honestly I can only dream of. Okay. So when I have taught apologetic classes before and we've kind of dove into fine tuning and the understanding of, let's say, cells, you know, I, oftentimes I'll bring in one of these individuals to be a guest lecturer for that. Mm-hmm. Um, because they can just explain it in a way that I simply cannot. When you say friends in the scientific community, do you mean like doctors and people that you know? Or yes. are you talking about like like people doing... No, like people doing research. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, um, and again, I think it's important to note that not all scientists who are atheists are hostile to religion. Okay. Um. So many of the kind of traditional or classical atheists, like we mentioned earlier, they disagree with religion, but they're not like hostile against it. Okay. And I think that's a, a really big difference between what you find in the new atheists of today. That okay? the new atheists of today are hostile? Yeah. And let me, so let me give a, a framework for that. So like the traditional classical atheist, they disagree with religion. Okay. And they, this is they, they don't believe there's a God. You're saying atheist because science led them to atheism? Either science led them to atheism or they're atheist and they have used science to confirm atheism. Their their atheism. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so and so I think there's traditional classical atheists. They research, they experiment, they observe, and they make really incredible contributions to not only the scientific community, but to the, just the world as a whole. Mm-hmm. And and they can actually have cordial debates and conversations with men and women of faith. And this is healthy. So it's not, so yes, they disagree with religion, of course, because they're atheists, but it doesn't mean that they they're they're like openly like, angry and hostile toward it okay okay and and so they may they may assume that it's just the you know the the opium of the masses Mm -hmm. but whatever they're gonna keep doing their scientific work it doesn't affect them oh like religion is the yeah okay yeah so like they're gonna keep doing their work doesn't affect them move on right right but then there's unfortunately this kind of camp of the new atheist. All right. So that's, that's including people like Dawkins and Hitchens and Harris and Dennett. And this new atheism 
is they say there's that they say and and they are they they are scientists. Mm-hmm. They say they're grounded in science, but they've become incredibly hostile to religion or to Christianity in particular. Um, and it's and they really believe that I mean that religion as a whole just needs to be completely removed, wiped off the face of the earth. The world would be better if that was the case. Okay. Okay. And and so they what I'm that seems very wrong. <laughs> well, and what's interesting is that I mean, and and if you've if you've read you know like Dawkins' book got the God delusion, or if you've you know listened to him speak, um, you know you I mean just pull him up on YouTube and there's you know a bajillion videos of Dawkins speaking, and he really has at at this base level this really massive issue with Christianity and religion, okay? And he really believes it's just doing so much harm to this world. That's because they all think the earth is flat. (laughs) Well, (laughs) that has, let me put this way, that has been his stance. Recently, like very recently, he's actually come out and said, well, maybe religion does have a place in society. Maybe it's over there. Maybe it does have a place in, in, in kind of softening the way we, we interact with people and creating a morality base and that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And so now he would be the first to tell you that he believes that the God of the Bible is a sadistic, vindictive God. Okay. That's his perspective of the God of the Bible. Okay. Okay. And but what's i guess what saddens to me is that so he's not he really is not overly open to having conversations with christians and actually learning about christianity mm-hmm. he's made assumptions about christianity he's not a theologian but he acts as if he understands all of the christian doctrine and theology and in one debate dawkins was presenting you know, this vindictive, sadistic, angry, warmongering God. And and I love Dr. John Lennox from Oxford was debating with him. And he said, the he told Dawkins, he said, the God you don't believe in, I don't believe in either. Okay. Because you've completely misunderstood the Christian God. And and Dr. Lennox is a believer. And and so I think that with the new atheist, again, there's just been this great hostility. And what I'm getting to is I think that has really been kind of the underpinning of this science versus religion debate that has really become like where they're completely at odds because they position it. The new atheists completely position that the two are completely at odds with one another. Okay, so you're saying that the scientific community went from, hey, we're, we just observe these things and we are led by science to this theory that might not mesh well with the Bible or mm-hmm. Christianity. Right. To, we need to use science to eradicate religion from the world. Yeah, like, I think that's been the progression over time. Okay. Yes. Uh, I don't think... You know, and 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 we have to be careful because, like, there's scientists who are Christians, there's scientists who are Hindus, yeah. there's scientists who are Buddhist, right? Mm. Scientists who are Muslims. I mean, there's science scientists of all levels mm. of faith. So it doesn't mean that all scientists are atheists or agnostic. What I'm saying is, with the new atheist group who are scientists, oh, okay. they're the ones who have really kind of banged the the table saying. No, science is the truth. All of the truth claims must be rejected okay. by whatever religion. And and we simply cannot sit here and 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 talk about science and religion together. Like they refuse they they simply believe it's just completely incompatible. Well, okay, well <laughs> there's um way too many scientific theories for me to just believe in science versus my religion. Right. So 
it kind of seems like what they're really saying is you need to hate God with me. Yeah, and that's what's so interesting. Like, when like you, I can't believe all of science. There's right. too many theories. <laughs> yeah, and did and, we come from aliens? <laughs> are we in the Matrix? <laughs> I know. You know what I'm saying? I know. And when you when, like, when, are there when, multiple universes? Right. When Dawkins is pressed of like, how do we get here? Like, or or who created the universe? I mean, like, there's not good answers. He's given yeah. various answers over time. Sometimes it's aliens. Right. Sometimes it's we don't know yet. Sometimes it's, well, something came from nothing. This has been my re- problem with religion is that there's too many different answers for all this crap. <laughs> and it's like, if I right. just, what am I going to believe in? Religion or if if my if my options were religion and science mm-hmm. it's like there's <laughs> at this point there's more different science than there is different <laughs> religion yeah if you're like yeah I, and i and i'm and i'm following and i think that's part of the problem that even the traditional atheists have with the new atheist mm. but they're they're actually like a like they don't agree with each other and be, and it's, a lot of it stems from the new atheists take theories scientific theories and begin to present them as scientific fact right ignoring mm. what's actually observable what's actually factual right uh, ignoring that there could be other options which to me looking at it it's like if if religion takes faith and presents it as fact yeah <laughs> and it's yeah. like what's the difference <laughs> you know what i mean yeah and like and, there's no difference between any right. of you right. at this so, point. In other words, what you're actually saying there is that both of them are taking leaps of faith. Yes. Yeah. And and, and in fact, they are, mm-hmm. right? Um, and was it Norman Geisler's book that um, where he's, where, you know, the, the book of, uh, he was thinking he was a co-author of it. I don't have enough faith to be an atheist. Right. And I, and that's just a, and what a, I mean, and that was just kind of a, offhand statement he made it turned to a title of this book but like i don't have enough faith to be an atheist like there's actually for him there is more leaps that he had to make to believe in some of the scientific theories of the origin right or of how all this fine tuning actually came to being and worked in mm-hmm. the world it took too many leaps for him compared to christianity mm-hmm. which backs itself all the way up to the existence of, you know, if, if you want to get down to the smallest molecular levels, right? Mm. And the universe came from that, fine. But it's kind of like, well, but how did they get there? Mm. How did those molecules get there? And so, you know, how did those, you know, where did those molecules and atoms come from, right? So, like, there had to be something. And so, the for a Christian, it's just going that one more step yeah, of saying there's something outside of time and space that's transcendent from time and space outside of it. Right. And it actually created this. Mm-hmm. Whereas aliens for, <laughs> or aliens yeah. or like Dr. Um, Cross would say, no, something came from nothing. Okay. So you, you kind of hit on this earlier. Okay. But, but today are there not like atheists, mm-hmm. I guess maybe. Okay. But like, scientists who who only go into the field to disprove the other side they only go into okay. science to disprove the other side like like hey look we took this picture of the big bang because we were there when it happened and here's the picture you <laughs> right. know on the science side and then the christians are like hey we found this sandal in a cave and it's scuffed exactly where it says that Jesus stubbed his toe in Proverbs. So that proves religion. And it, it it's like right. there these two competing sides of people who just only feel like they are doing science in order to convince me of something. And I uh, don't like it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like it from anybody. From, from either side. Yes. No, I... I I agree with you. Mm -hmm. I do think there are those from each side that go into this field. I mean, obviously they have to have a 
a passion and a desire for it, mm-hmm. but they're using those fields to absolutely disprove yeah. the other side. Um, it's annoying. <laughs> yeah. And they make documentaries about these people all the time. They do. Yes. And how their discovery or yeah. how their new theory is right. going to completely dismantle right. the the worldview Life or the we know. belief system that right. others have had. Right. Yeah, so I absolutely do think that it's coming from both sides. Um, and I think some actually have like good intentions going into it. It's not just on malicious. Both sides? Uh, on both sides. Okay. I think there's actually good intentions. Um, so like I think for those that are going into it, and maybe they're not, they don't, like they're either an atheist, agnostic, or they don't really care, mm-hmm. right? They're not believing in anything, just whatever. Um, I think that they may be going in going, all right, we do not like religion. We mm-hmm. want to help free humanity from this plight of religion. Okay. We want to free these ignorant individuals or these suckers mm-hmm. from the plight of religion. Mm-hmm. Or even these really intellectual people that are smart, but they say they're Christians. Like we need to really help show them how w- stupid they are, <laughs> how wrong they yep. are. And and I do think there is that Look side. Look at this pie chart, moron. <laughs> <laughs> and so I do think that there is that side that is going in trying to disprove. Mm-hmm. But they're doing it because they think it's actually of a benefit to the other, right? Of those that are in religion to be set free from the religion, okay? It's all annoying. And I think, well, it is. And then I think there's Christians that go into science and yes, they love the field of science, but they're there to, I mean, that's their agenda, right? Yeah. To prove Christianity is true scientifically Mm -hmm. and, or to at least prove that some of its claims, its truth claims are are actually true. Right. And so they're, they're going into it for that reason. And same thing. Hey, if we can show them enough evidence, they'll believe that Christianity is real. They believe these truth claims are real that Christianity makes, and so, so yeah, it's absolutely going on both sides, and, and I think the problem is when you, when you go in with an agenda, you're not open to actually seeing what's really there. Right. It's almost like like you're going into a field that is completely dependent upon you being open minded enough right. to not only observe. But to make rational conclusions based on what you're observing, right? That it's not so filled with bias, and I think unfortunately, when you go into it with this much bias, it can because then you're standing like that's like almost like you're standing on that, you know. Mm-hmm. Where I would rather Christians go into science saying, "I want to go in to science to help." people see the beauty of God's creation. Okay. Right. I mean, they can, they can, in other words, they can go into it with a mindset of, I want, I want to discover God's creation. I would love for others to see God's creation, but it's not there for me to just destroy the other side. Cause then I, th- I feel like you're going into it just wanting to attack. And it's one thing to defend our faith. It's one thing to d- want to discover the beauty of of God's creation mm-hmm. and to understand it in a, in a, in a greater depth. Awesome. But then if it has to become your soapbox, right. That, mm-hmm. Where, uh, see, I've got these X, Y, and Z things. Now listen to me. All you are wrong. And I think it's kind of maybe the attitude in which it's, they're going into it with and the way they're using what they discover and what they learn and what they study. And I think if both sides went into it, again, way more open-minded and way more willing to have a conversation than just yell at the other side to say they're wrong, it would be a lot more beneficial for, for both sides. Yeah, it's like I could point, you watch these things and listen to this science stuff from both sides and you can just point to a different thing and say, see, that's like, they're <laughs> right. they're complete. It's like all of it is two completely incompatible things. Like they can't, they cannot both be true. And so I don't know who to believe. It's, it's, <laughs> yeah. I, because I know you're both biased. Right. So I'm just going to 
all of this is wrong. <laughs> like, what else? Yeah, what other conclusion can yeah. I come to? Yeah, and, you know, and I think you know, for me as a Christian, right? I I love the fact that science, that logic, that being reasonable, does not threaten my faith and does not take away from my faith, but actually affirms and confirms the faith in which I hold. Okay. And so for me, I don't have to use science or logic to or philosophy to tear down another. It really can be encouraging for me and encouraging in my in my own faith. And I don't it doesn't threaten me in any way, right? Like that I can actually grow mm. in my faith. And I and I guess as Christians, we really need to have more of that posture, right? Yeah. Like, yes, like at the end of the day, we're Christians because we have faith mm. that Jesus Christ is who he says he is and that he did what we believe the Bible is saying that he did, right? He came, he was born of a virgin, he lived a sinless life, he died, he resurrected, he ascended. Like, ultimately, my faith is in that, mm-hmm. right? And then I think the beauty of science and archaeology and philosophy and logic is you're able to take those other fields and take it with Scripture and see actually how it brings life to Scripture, helps explain Scripture, helps explain what's going on in God's creation. Mm. And and throughout and and it gives us an understanding of what God has done throughout history. So I, I think it just in other words, it adds to, mm-hmm. doesn't take away from. Um, and if we would be m- more open to that, we probably wouldn't be receiving the hostility side of this of of scientists who believe we just don't care about that. All right. Well, there's like forty billion more questions. <laughs> Sounds great. Depending on. What you believe. <laughs> right. Uh yeah. Cool. Okay. That was fun. Yeah, man. Um uh yeah. It, it was either a really good conversation or a completely pointless one. Well, we'll let people decide. Yeah. They can comment to say pointless or not pointless. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been the Where This Podcast. You can follow the podcast on Facebook and Instagram at when I heard this podcast and X and locals at when I heard this. Like and emphasis on the subscribe, share, follow, download. Do it. Um, like, subscribe, share, comment, comment, follow, download. Um, Patreon five dollars. Uh, mm-hmm. you can follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Nate Robinsoff, and you can follow Joseph on Instagram at Rev Joe T. This has been the winner of this podcast, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.